0: This is Paul Bunyan Country Outdoors, exclusively on the BUN 2.0, KBUN-FM
1: 104.5. Welcome to Paul Bunyan Country Outdoors. We're sponsored by DS Beverages, Paul Bunyan Country's distributor of Anheuser-Busch Beverages, and by Bond and & Lock and & Key, Paul Bunyan Country's home for Liberty Safe's. Today on Pulp Country Outdoors, we are going to talk with Jerry Smith and Pete Harrison, who've been in a few times over the years, to talk about this event, the uh, Northland Fat Bike Rally. Uh, Pete's the uh, Lake Bemidji State Park Manager, and uh, Jerry represents both the Trek North Mountain Bike Team and Bemidji Area Mountain Bikers. The problem is, guys, we had Jan. we talked about it last year, and then we couldn't have it. (laughs) Weather does effectively happen occasionally.
2: Yes, it does.
1: Now is that the first one we had to cancel because of weather?
0: It is, yeah. Yeah. Usually we're pushing that envelope where things start to melt soon after the event and we see, you know, brown and green not too <laughs> soon after the event. But last year was the first time it actually was too cold, had some pretty severe, I guess, wind chills, and just had to call it for the safety of the participants. Okay.
1: Mm-hmm. Um, so, we're getting ready for another year of this. Um, Jerry, why don't you explain to us uh, what is a fat bike? I, I think I know what it is, but go ahead.
2: All right. So, a fat bike is a bike specifically designed to run on um, looser surfaces. So, you've got super wide tires um, from 3.7 inches up um, that you kind of play a pressure game with and so, so that you can float on top of like sand or snow. Um, work really great in the winter on any packed trail. Um, yeah, just kind of fun, goofy bikes to play around on.
1: Okay, and yeah. these are bikes that have gotten to be very popular.
2: Yeah, yeah, over the past probably probably 10 years now. They went from kind of this odd novelty bike to now they're getting pretty mainstream. You can find them at pretty much any bike shop. Um, prices have gone down. The numbers of bikes have gone down. Um, yeah, they've really, people are Biting on them now and really like them.
1: Okay. Pete, how did Lake Bemidji State Park get involved with this?
2: Well,
0: it was a few years ago, obviously, that the state uh, parks and trails um, division decided to really embrace the, the sport, the activity of fat biking. So there is different parks in each region. We have four regions across Minnesota and we wanted to make sure that Fat biking opportunities were well represented within those four regions, and Lake Bemidji State, State Park was picked as the Northwest region representative.
1: Okay. And uh, do you feel like your trails uh, are good for this particular kind of activity?
0: I think so, yeah. <laughs> they, they've always, I mean, they provide a little bit of challenge as well as. Um, you know, our event is not for experts, so we definitely invite those people that are just trying it out or maybe just have a year or so under their belt. So I think it's a, a good event that incorporates both the ease for those people that are just trying it out and a little bit of challenge for those people
2: that need it. Yeah, hence the rally term instead of using race. Um, it is a race for probably the top 10% of people that really want to try to push themselves. And then the rest of it, we wanted it to be kind of a laid-back atmosphere for any to be anybody to be comfortable coming in. And even if it's their first time throwing a leg over a fat bike, uh, they should feel comfortable with it. Um, yeah, really laid-back, positive atmosphere.
1: For those of us who've never ridden a fat bike before, what what do we need to know?
2: Um... Dress warm. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yes, yes, Dress warm first. Uh, dress in layers because uh, starting out on the lake, it can be kind of cold waiting for that time to start. Um, we do allow people to kind of shed shed some layers when they get to the actual beach part. Um Yeah, warm and tire pressure game is a big thing. So once we get out there, we'll kind of, at the pre-race meeting, talk to people about that. If you're running your tires super hard, they'll just dig into the snow, and that's not good. Um, If you run them too soft, you're just going to be bobbing up and down. Um, So we'll kind of play that. That's a game that every fat biker plays when they start to go out on any given day. Um, But yeah, that's
0: about it. And there's, there's really no pressure, no pun intended, but there's no pressure for the participants because if you need to tap out at some point w- before finishing you know your part of the course, that's fine. Just as long as somebody there knows that uh, you can't go any longer, you'd, you've kind of done what you can and you need to call it quits, You know, there's no pressure to finish the entire course that, that you signed up for. So this is really a good event for people to try it out, Really see what it takes and kind of how you can control your own destiny, so to speak, on on doing an event like this. And then prepare yourself for maybe eventually doing a more competitive race or a more competitive event somewhere down the road. Yeah,
2: yeah. usually um, we do have a lot of people that might have started out the year previous on the 10K and then they try their hand at the 28K and then decide after a lap or so that – it's not for them and then they drop out um totally fine uh lots of bailout opportunities as well if people are kind of overwhelmed
1: with it mm-hmm. okay now yeah. the, the trails you have but they uh, designed specifically for fat bike or the uh, trails that have been adapted for and are used for other things as well
0: well these are actually are mostly for the most part our cross country okay. ski trails and we get a order from the commissioner of the DNR to be able to open these up to fat biking for this event and then also for the following day because it's kind of a full weekend. So people can participate in the event, or if they're not able to do that, they can come out either later that day or the next day and try it out and just kind of um, ride casually.
2: How many people have we seen show up uh, the last several years for this? Um started at about fifty six years ago, and every year it seems like we add on about 10. Okay. um yeah now i
1: know we've got uh bikes to rent throughout the uh, community in the summertime do they have fat fight fat bikes available to rent
2: the only place that i'm that i've heard of that does rent them out right now is the bemidji state outdoor program center um other than that i don't think there is any any place in town that rents them out
0: okay yeah. so
1: this is maybe in the future yeah yeah, yeah um about how many people do you you have any idea roughly how many people in the area actually take part in the event not in the event but in in that sport in
2: fat biking Mm -hmm. um it's really hard to say there's a lot of people over the past couple years there's been there's been winters that have been kind of not great for snow so a lot of cross-country skiers would come in when i worked at the bike shop a lot of cross-country skiers would come in and kind of look for something else to do um and quite a few of them bought fat bikes on those years um, and then also there's quite a few people that want to try their hand at mountain biking and they're kind of interested in fat biking. So they buy a fat bike for their first mountain bike. Um, so there's quite a few people in town that do have fat bikes and it's definitely growing every year.
1: How many people uh, use, a, use them all season?
2: Uh, quite a few. Um, I can't, can't really give you a number, but I've, I've met a lot of people that their preferred ride is a fat bike. Okay. Um summer summer or winter. And a lot of people do um when I lived up in the UP I would take uh, beach rides out on um up in the Q and Peninsula and beach rides are super fun. Um gravel roads are really fun on fat bikes and yeah, they can do a lot of a lot of stuff. Okay. Yeah. Um
1: yeah, and, and it's like you say there's more and more people doing it, but mm-hmm. what people need to understand, it's a completely different bike. Oh totally. Yeah. And so you, it's not just a bike with fatter tires. Mm-hmm. Need yeah. a big frame to fit all those yeah. all that tire in there. Yeah. yeah. <laughs>
2: How big are the tires? Um, the tires range from three point seven, I think, is the smallest with the original tires that came out, up to over five inches now. Um, yeah, they're massive. With a hundred, anywhere from you know forty five millimeter rims up to a hundred millimeter rims. So they they're getting bigger and bigger. Yeah.
1: Okay. Well, Pete, have you done it before?
0: I have not, no. no. I've always kind of looked at it, into it, and um, I've def- I'm definitely very interested, but just haven't taken that step yet. More of the great outdoors with Kev Jackson next on Paul Bunyan Country Outdoors.
1: Paul Bunyan Country Outdoors is sponsored by DS Beverages and by Bonded block Lock and Key. Don't forget to check us out online. Go to KBUNSportsRadio.com. Click on Paul Bunyan Country. We're also podcasting wherever you get your podcasts. And we're on social media, too. You can like us on Facebook and follow us on Twitter. Big event coming up at Lake Bemidji State Park next Saturday. It is the 6th Annual Fat Bike Rally. Pete Harrison and Jerry Smith are my guests. What if somebody's interested, doesn't want to make that mega hundred dollar commitment to the bike what can they do to discover and try it out make sure it's
2: something for them probably uh talk around chances are there's somebody that might own one somewhere um there is quite a few demos around the area if you go over to Duluth or Cuyuna um, Grand Rapids now as well has a really nice trail system they put in last year. Um, there's going to be demos in, in those places if you time it right. Um, look up on Facebook, see, so see when those demos are available. There's a bunch of companies that are based out of Minnesota that are pretty prominent about, uh, fat bike companies as well. Um, so they're, they're really pushed around the state quite a bit.
0: And actually we just confirmed that we're going to have Ardent Bicycles out of Grand Rapids going to be, they're going to have some demos for us oh, at nice. the event. Oh, okay. Perfect. So if somebody wants to try it out, I'm sure they'll have kind of a variety of different bikes, depending on the size of the person, and they can ride them around and get out on the trails a little bit and see what it's all about. Okay. How are the trails looking right now? Looking really good. Uh, we've been grooming them for cross-country skiing. We did just open up three trail segments this winter as multi-use, so we have been seeing other uses on some of our trails. Um, just people walking, snowshoeing, have noticed some fat bike tracks on the trails as well, so we know we have some people out there doing that. Okay.
1: Um, so how's it all going to work on, on Saturday the 7th?
0: Well, Saturday morning, um, we've got a 9.30 registration, so people should should start showing up between 9 and 930 We'll be doing all the registration down in the Parks Visitor Center. Then we have a mandatory rules meeting starting at 10.15, and that's required for everybody that's going to participate in the event. Okay. And then we'll have a mass start out on Lake Bemidji at 11 a.m. Okay. And then the course generally takes a couple, maybe three hours for some of the slower people, Um, and then we'll start wrapping up and kind of do a... A safety loop at the end there, about one thirty, just to make sure everyone's um, that had registered has come in and is safe. And then we'll have our pre or our post event out at CK Dudley starting at two p.m.
2: Ooh, what do we get there? Um, at CK's, there'll be a $10 pulled pork plate that the proceeds will go help the Trek North and Bemidji Comp mountain bike teams. Um, there'll be a raffle out there with some pretty cool items. Um, there's two fat, studded fat bike tires from Terrine Tires that are going to be raffled. Uh, weekend day pass from Cuban Adventure Company up in Copper Harbor, Michigan. So you can take shuttle rides up there. Really, really popular, uh, mountain bike destination in the, in the Midwest. And a leather saddle made by myself. Mm. Um, I do hand, handmade leather saddles that I'll be, be nice. donating for that. Okay. Uh, we'll also be giving out the awards for the race, um, which are handmade little mini leather saddles. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, should be a okay. good time. Okay, and is there a fee for this? No, it's uh, actually free will donation. So the park pass, obviously, mm-hmm. uh, to park in the park um and then free will donation if you've got 5 bucks to give that's awesome if you've got 20 bucks to give that's awesome um whatever you give helps us out
1: okay um so tell me a little bit about the trek the trek north mountain bike team i know we've talked about this in the past yeah. but um is there is competitive mountain biking in the state of minnesota
2: yes there is it's actually growing really fast um there's a new team in grand rapids as well there's one down in park rapids Uh, There's five races that you compete in throughout the state. Um, Obviously, far away from Bemidji a lot of times. Um, Our closest one is in Detroit Lakes. Uh, Really fun. Uh, We, with the Trek North team, we've been taking them on Saturday to the race. Uh, Middle school race on Saturday, high school race on Sunday, and then we camp out in between the two days. Mm. Uh, Make food and everything. And kids really... Really get a kick out of it. They really enjoy it. Um, they get a full full weekend of mountain biking and get to get to race and be competitive. Um, it's a really pretty cool league that they've created around here.
1: Any idea how many schools are participating now?
2: I'm not sure of the school number, but last year they had around 2,000 racers. Okay. So almost every race you went to, there was anywhere from a thousand to close to 2,000 racers. So. The sport is definitely growing really quick.
1: How how many races do you get in a year?
2: Uh, Five. Five. Um, This past year, unfortunately, was a really rough fall, Mm -hmm. obviously. Um, Lots of rain, lots of cancellations, which was pretty frustrating. Our high school actually didn't even get to race until the state race um, because everything was canceled and delayed. Um, So it it was a pretty rough year for us. But the kids still had a lot of fun with it.
1: And this is kind of an independent a- a- entity. This is not a Minnesota State High School League sanctioned
2: activity yet. No, not yet. It's through NICA, the National Interscholastic Cycling oh, Association. Okay. Okay. Yep. And Minnesota has a standalone league, uh, Minnesota High School Cycling Association.
1: Okay, yeah. very cool. And what do the Bemidji Area Mountain
2: Bikers do? Um, Right now, pretty much just the Fat Bike Race. Uh, In the summer, we all pretty much go out of town, (laughs) ride all over the Midwest. Uh, There's really good mountain bike trails in Bemidji as well at Mobile Maze um those are those are pretty fun um but now with the new stuff opening in grand rapids as well uh, grand rapids just put in 27 miles of trail in one season um, oh. put putting a ton of money into their trails really top notch and cayuna has really blown up in the last couple of years uh duluth obviously as well um lots of really good mountain biking in northern minnesota
1: okay and pete what else we got going on at the state park these days
2: well
0: you know at this time of the year it's all about gearing up for summer so just making sure that um, we're getting our seasonal staff back and we're getting things in place for for naturalist programming and we'll be starting a new new budget year starting july 1st so we're kind of finishing up with this fiscal year and heading into the next so um, it's really about i guess getting through some of our Big winter events that we just had. We had a couple candlelight events, and we'll have the fat bike rally coming up here in a, in a week and a half. But um, just making sure that we're we're gearing up and getting ready for the big busy season.
1: Okay. So the people who come visit the park in the in the winter time, in addition to fat bike racing, there's a lot of. Um, uh, cross-country skiing and snowshoeing—that's that's pretty much the activities at the park.
0: Yeah, we've got the Snowbill Trail that comes through the park as well, which provides access onto the lake. So we get a lot of people that come in to go out do some ice fishing. Okay. Um, but other than that, it's just you know people are getting through the winter in any which way they can, and i um, just trying to. Enjoy the weather and get out there, maybe burn off some calories and have some fun. Mm.
1: I think it's a great uh, idea that, that you that you get some, some of the fat bikes there for people to try. Yeah. That'll be a good, I think that's a big plus for the event. Uh, and again, that is coming up on Saturday, March 7th, a week from Saturday, and 9.30 for the registration. registration. Yep. Meeting at 10.15, we get going at 11.
2: Yep. And for spectators, I would recommend going up to Rocky Point Overlook. If you want to see the start of the race, Uh, racers will start out on the lake right in front of Rocky Point. They'll ride across the lake onto the State Park Beach uh, and then climb up Rocky Point. So you get to see them twice right away. Um, Really good vantage point. Kind of a unique thing that we've got going on starting out on the lake, too. Mm -hmm.
1: And you told us the time, a couple of hours to three hours, but uh, about how, how many miles is the, is the route?
0: Well, we've got two options. There's okay. a 10K option for those folks that are maybe just trying it out and want to kind of dabble in it and see how it goes. Otherwise, we have a 28K option, which is a little more challenging. It actually has more terrain, more ups and downs and hills and stuff. And, of course, is a little longer, so that's for the, the folks that are a little bit more experienced and really want to push themselves.
2: How good a shape do I have to be in? Um, well, you can really push yourself really hard and do the 28K and be in pretty good shape in order to do that. Or 10K loop, there's there's a surprising amount of people that just want to go out there and hop on a bike and give it a shot. And awesome. Um, just take your time on the 10K, too. So. Okay. Anything in between. And we get people of all ages. Mm-hmm. I think yeah. two years
0: ago we had everything from a maybe a 12, 13-year-old mm-hmm. all the way up to a gentleman in his 70s, I believe. Yep. Yeah. Okay. And, of course, both genders. So it, it's yeah. pretty much all-encompassing. Mm-hmm.
2: No pre-registration for this, just day of? No, being a free event with free will donation, we're just doing day of.
1: Okay. Yeah, yeah. Is there a spot or a site that they can get more information on this?
2: Yeah, if they search Bemidji Area Mountain Bikers on Facebook, um, the event will show up for that, or just Northland Fat Bike Rally on Facebook. Um, the event is on there, or the state park website. Yep, right? yep. Yeah.
1: Okay. So, number number of places to get more information if you want it. Yeah. All right. Pete Harrison is the Lake Bemidji State Park Manager. Jerry Smith is from the Trek North Mountain Bike Team and Bemidji Area Mountain Bikers. The 6th Annual Northland Fat Bike Rally is coming up Saturday, March 7th, 9.30. Uh, Again, is the registration time. And guys, if I could base it on today's weather, which we can never do, but if we could... It's going to be a good day. Oh, uh,
2: it's going to be a good day, regardless. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
1: Thanks, guys. Appreciate it.
0: Yes. All right, thank thank you. you. This has been Paul Bunyan Country Outdoors. Hear it exclusively on KBUN FM one hundred four point five Thursdays at twelve forty and Saturday mornings at eight.